It's time for episode number 12 of Precipe Your Luck. This week, we talk about the fluffy baked polenta we made last week, and then we play another exciting game of Precipe Your Luck. I'm Ian, and here's Kate. Hi, everyone. So we didn't get to our podcast last week. I know our listener was devastated, (laughs) but sometimes you got to do some self-care, and we self-cared our hearts out. It worked. I feel rejuvenated. Ian, you feeling rejuvenated? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really either. But we did spend our time trying to be good human beings, and I think we did pretty well at that last week. And I'd love to say we added some great advancement to mankind, but we did not. No. No, we did not. I think the wet, the up and down weather last week kind of threw us off, threw me off. Oh, yeah, it's been I'm real stormy, excuses. y'all. I also picked up a couple shifts. So oh, that's true. I was helping out some coworkers by pitching in when they were unavailable. We uh, we had a guest for dinner last night, and we made a I made a mousse cake, a chocolate mousse cake. I've never used that recipe before. It's um, I got it from Sally's Baking Addiction. I find her recipes to be real good most of the time. Yeah, and shout we out. will include a well, I'll include a link to the recipe in the show notes and there'll be pictures on our facebook page going in i had no idea if the cake was going to be any good however there was nary a bowl that went unlicked during the preparation process so i was optimistic i thought it was pretty good what about you ian our guests liked it for sure yeah it it was amazing uh it was one of those it was one of those desserts that just it hit that perfect balance right it wasn't it was sweet but not too sweet chocolatey but not too chocolatey i mean just just right down the middle, I, I that that may go quickly become one of my favorite desserts we've ever made. I really? It, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I'm all already right. think, I'm already thinking about having more of it. It was actually surprisingly easy. So if y'all are like, I can't make a chocolate mousse cake, you can. Yeah. Okay. So last last episode, our readers uh, chose the gar- our readers our listeners. <laughs> I used to be a librarian, although I never actually worked. Never mind. We're not going to get into my book history. Our our listeners chose the garlic beef and veggie ramen. Uh, we went a different way. Ian, can you remind us what we picked? Yeah, we picked the fluffy baked polenta with red sauce. A creamy and fluffy polenta topped with a very simple red sauce. I love that very plain description. Yeah. Okay. So uh, where did we buy the ingredients? Well, that actually turned into a little bit of an adventure for something that's so plain and simple. The recipe specifically called for Quaker Oats brand cornmeal which is not sold at either Kroger or Central Market. So that required an extra trip to Target, which is annoying because any meal described as simple shouldn't require going to three stores. But yeah. Target is the only store carrying Ben & Jerry's Glampfire Trail Mix ice cream. So, you know, it, it was ultimately a, a good thing I had to go to Target. Yeah. I also got to learn about Pecorino Romano. I'm pretty cheese ignorant, and I thought that the cheese labeled, any cheese labeled Romano was Pecorino Romano. But no, Romano cheese is a general term in the U.S. for any hard salty cheese like Parmesan and, of course, Pecorino Romano. I'm glad I did my homework on that first and got the real deal, which we got at Central Market. And we also, because... Um, Pecorino Romano and Parmesan are very different cheese. Well, they're not very different cheeses, but they have a different ending. They, they taste different. 
And the, the recipe wouldn't have been the same with using Parmesan or any old cheese labeled Romano. Uh, so I'm glad we got the real deal at Central Market. And we also cooked up some Italian sausages on the side. And we used the Johnsonville Mild that we got at Kroger because they're super consistent. I don't like the Italian sausage with a lot of the anise seeds in it. Anise? Whatever. Yeah. The ones that taste like licorice. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the ingredients really could have been bought anywhere, but we got them at Central Market. Okay. And how did we deviate from the recipe? We actually did not deviate at all. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Okay. And how long did it take? From start to finish, it did take a while. That's very nice and vague. But it wasn't too bad since there was a long cooling time. You make the polenta in a Dutch oven, you put it in the pan, and then it has to sit in the fridge for X number of hours. So it took a while, but the on-the-feet time was only about 40 minutes because you had to stir and stir and stir the polenta. Uh, we made the polenta earlier in the day in the sauce that night. Um, that, is that how you remember it, Ian, that it wasn't all that labor-intensive? Yeah, except for the part, like you said, during during the part where you're actually stirring oh, the Oh, yeah, polenta. you helped with I that, helped, didn't yeah. you? Okay. That is, and it was thick, so stirring it was a little bit of an arm workout, but that was good for us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, how was the cleanup? The cleanup was really easy because the meal was spread out spread out so much. There wasn't all the dishes all at once. And the Dutch oven was really easy to clean up after making the polenta. It wasn't like real sticky or anything or burnt on. Okay. And leftover potential. I read in the comments that the squares of polenta were really freezable. So pretty high if that's your jam. Yeah. And I think that sauce could be used reused on other dishes probably as well yeah the sauce came together so quick too. well that's true that could yeah. easily be made any night any week night all right so the results um i really wasn't sure what to expect i i had never had polenta before i did not know what it would the i didn't know what it would taste like what the texture would be any of it and we've also had some previous misadventures with what i recall being pecorino uh, and yeah. so I was a little nervous about that. But I liked the flavor. I really liked the simple sauce. Yes. Yeah, for for a simple red sauce, it was really, really good. I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, and I, too, was really happy with it. Um, like, but much like you, right? The, my biggest apprehension going in was the Pecorino because mm-hmm. I just, on the whole, I'm not a huge fan of sheep or goat cheeses i can't remember which one this is if it's, it is a it's sheep. i think it's a sheep cheese it yeah sheep. yeah it, i'm i'm just in general I, I i really like cow cheese and don't tend to like <laughs> many of the other kinds of cheeses but um in this in the quantity it was in in this dish it actually worked really nicely because the you know the the polenta has you know it has a little bit of corn flavor but it's not it doesn't have a real strong taste on its own so i think that kind of a little bit stronger, a little bit funkier mm-hmm. cheese, you know, is is what really kind of gave a little body to the yeah. to the polenta, and so yeah, I actually I really actually enjoyed this quite a bit. I really like the sauce too. I could see making that um, just to have over pasta or anytime you needed some sort of red sauce like that. Yep. Yeah, I think I think if anything, the you know the one drawback for us probably at least I know for me, but I think you said the same thing was maybe the the texture of the polenta is that's still Odd. a little weird, right? Yes, it, it comes out really custardy, almost kind of almost like a 
savory flan, I'd say almost. I don't know. I've never had flan. So I thought I, it was more like a savory warm jello. Yeah, that works too. Oh, All right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess yeah, it's the, pretty much the same. I'm not sure I would pick polenta over pasta, but I'm not opposed to trying it again. Yeah. 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 I'm really glad we tried it because I've been curious about this recipe for a while. Yeah, right. They made it look really good on the TV episode we originally mm-hmm. saw it on. I think for Cook's, sure. Was it Cook's Country? I think. Uh, yeah, it was Cook's Country or Cook's or America's Test Kitchen. Yeah, one of those two. One of the two. All right. Anything else to say about that recipe? Uh, no. I think that's it. All right. Let's move on to next week's meal. Uh, this week Ian has randomly chosen five meals from our list, and this time I'll make the selection. I've never felt more pressure. <laughs> All right. And a quick reminder of the rules, right? We're going to, it's a pressure luck style game. You get, you must pick one and only one recipe. Once you pass on a recipe, it's gone forever. So if you hear Mondays and choose not to take it and regret it later, too bad. Uh, And of course, if you get all the way to Friday, you have to take Friday's recipe. Are you ready to play? I am. All right. Then let's start with Monday. A chocolate semi-fredo. A chocolate semi-fredo that's rich and creamy but isn't overly complicated with a custard-style base. It's rich, it's creamy, and it's sliceable, and it's also cold and refreshing. So we just watched a bunch of America's Test Kitchens, and this was on there. And it looks really yummy. It is something I definitely want to make at some point, but I'm going to pass. For no inexplicable reason other than it's Monday. Had this come up on a Thursday, I'd probably be taking it. But I really want to see what else is coming. Okay. But I I remember that I teased you for two weeks for being the guy that didn't pick chocolate chip cookies. So I'm prepared for the repercussions of my decision. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) All right, then we'll move on to Tuesday. Instant Pot Chicken Tacos. These are the best Instant Pot shredded chicken tacos hands down. You'll love how quick, easy, and healthy this recipe is. So uh, I got this recipe from my supervisor at work, and she says she really likes it, and her kids really like it, and we kind of have the palate of a child, so that part's appealing. And I'm obsessed with making, like, chicken-y stuff and putting on top of cornbread waffles. Hmm. Um as you've suffered through, or pancakes, you've you've been forced to eat both of those, Mm -hmm. which I think are not as appealing to you as they are to me. No, but uh, Uh, the last time we tried the cornbread waffles were pretty good. But that's neither here nor there. This is about the Instant Pot Chicken Tacos. I am picking these. All right. We will be making Instant Pot Chicken Tacos. They do look good in the photos, i got to say. So I think you've chosen well. Chosen well. Okay, Okay. but for those of you who are still playing, (laughs) let's move on to Wednesday. Wednesday! Tuscan shrimp and beans. A riff on Tuscan-style beans with full seafood flavor thanks to a shrimp stock, plus canned beans and tomatoes make this available year-round. Those looked interesting. Yeah, I agree. This this is one that I think would have been a little more of a stretch for us, but it did Mm -hmm. look really good on the show. Looks wintry, though. Yeah, yeah. I hope those come up again for us. Yeah, I, I was about to say, yeah, hopefully in the winter those come up again because I bet that would be good. All right, moving on then, Thursday. Creamy cauliflower casserole with bacon and cheddar. 
Dang, that looks so good. This casserole rejuvenates ho-hum cauliflower. Cream cheese helps thicken and stabilize a super easy, extra creamy sauce for this cauliflower. I was going to bribe you to try that, saying it might taste... And so it's got one common ingredient with cream cheese frosting. <laughs> and knowing me, that would probably work. Um... But, yeah, no, actually, that does... Uh, it looks yummy, yeah, right? Yeah, that's another one I, I'm actually looking forward to trying at some point. That one doesn't look bad at all. We are in the we are on the wrong side in the... Uh, we love everything. Yeah. Okay. All right, and for those of you who waited to the end, Friday. Waffle iron hash browns. Using the waffle iron means you get the browned crunchy bits on both sides. Now, I've seen all these. This is like a Kenji thing on Serious Eats, right? Yeah. So I've we tried something in the waffle iron that was ultimately disappointing. Do you remember oh, what it was? Did we? We did. And cleaning the waffle iron afterward, I cursed Kenji's name. Oh, I don't. Was but, it this, you think, or was it something else? I don't else? think it was this, but I can't remember what it huh. was. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't remember that. No, I still want to try I, these. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I do have, I have some, you're right. I have some vague notion of having a really struggling to clean the waffle iron. Maybe it was iron. some sort of baked potato, mashed potato, mashed potato thing. That's oh, that's right. Okay, like I do remember that now. Potato pancakes. They were like potato waffles. That yeah. seemed like they'd be really good, but somehow in practice, they... They just weren't. Weren't. Yeah. But I still want to try the hash okay. brown one. Well, anyways, yeah, point. so this okay. is the hash brown one. I was really bugging me. I couldn't remember what that was. Okay. So thank you. No problem. All right, but so we took Tuesday. We'll be making the Instant Pot Chicken Tacos. Yum. And we will let you guys know how that goes. Uh, anything else, Kate? No, I think I'm good. All right. Then thanks for listening to Precipe Your Luck. Thank you all so much. Visit our website at www.precipeyourluck.com. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And if you played along tonight, use this week's survey to tell us what you picked. You can find a link to the survey in the episode notes. And if you want to get a recipe put in the randomizer for a future episode, you can email it to us at precipeyourluck at gmail.com. Please send us recipes. (laughs) For Kate, I'm Ian, and we'll be back next week.